This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And while you're at the website, why not scroll on down to the radio section of the page? You can check out past shows and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, all sorts of different mediums. Uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face -face or virtual meeting. Folks, when we think about retirement, it's easy to get caught up thinking about individual roles. You know, I'm putting this amount of my salary away or you have that company match. But for millions of Americans, retirement truly is a joint venture with a spouse. With that in mind, our show today is going to explore how couples should prepare for retirement together. But before we get into the discussion about that, about planning for retirement as a couple, let me introduce the favorite co-host I've ever had for this show, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm glad to hear I'm your favorite out of the many the incredibly shallow pool of <laughs> yeah, one. Of one. The pool of one. Wait, that's me. Uh, okay. No, I'm doing great. And I'm looking forward to our show. And uh, boy, I feel honored to do a show about preparing for retirement as a couple. I'm glad you asked me to do it. Uh, well, it's a new era. It's a new era, Tony. <laughs> Maybe you should have had your wife on this one to co host, probably. Maybe huh? I should have. I probably should yeah, have. Yeah, probably would have been better than me. Uh, but. Uh, we'll make it work, uh, and I've had a great week. Uh, thanks for asking. It was good. Saw the family. How about you? How have you been, Matt? Uh, really well. We got all the rain we needed finally, so that was fantastic, and uh, been just having a lot of fun with the kids, and see, my son's back to playing baseball. My daughter's back to, you know, they're starting their practices for field hockey, so seeing them do the things and you know that they really like to do has been awesome to see. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that's been a huge pick me up from all the stuff we've been through the last couple months. So that, it's oh. been a great. Well, good. I, I'm glad to hear that because it has been quite a year. Uh, yeah. 2020 <laughs> just picture, picture a dumpster on fire. So, <laughs> uh, but seriously, this topic is a good one and I'm going to probably have my wife listen to the show with me. Uh, we'll go back and listen to it because you know, Obviously, we're going to spend our whole retirement with our spouse, and I can see how easy it would be for some to think of retirement as an opportunity uh, to do more of the things we like to do, uh, like golfing and fishing. Uh, but as you said, uh, most of us will probably have a spouse during retirement, not all, but that probably means you have to build your plan as a team. You can't yeah. just think about what you want to do, right? It's true. Now, I'm surprised that you said you'll you'll probably have your wife listen to this one with you. I was under the assumption you both listen to this show together a couple times a week, really to just digest everything I said. I was off on that, huh? 
Yeah, you were. Um, uh, I, t- I, I let you believe that, but she doesn't okay. like listening to the show. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, if we, maybe we can just cut your parts out and she no, can. You know, no, she'll no, she'll especially to this one. She'll. I, I'm so, going to make her pay close attention to this one in particular is what I should have said. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And when she doesn't always listen, we don't always listen together. So that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, so I've I can't help it. We've been a little silly pre-show today, and I'm just uh, goofy a little bit. So sorry, yeah. sorry for going off rails there. But yeah, yeah. It, listen, if you have a spouse that you'll be spending retirement with, you're gonna need to do a lot of planning. You know, there's houses, kids, vacations, uh, college funds, inheritances to think about, and planning around those kind of topics would have to be done together as a couple. Uh, Thebalance.com had an article recently, seven tips on planning for the future as a retired couple. And I think it does a pretty good job of spelling out some of the key things you should be aware of as you strategize for retirement. Now, the first thing the article notes is discussing your big picture goals together. Well, you know, I had a feeling this is where we'd start. Obviously, each person's going to have to, you know, have a few things that are important to them personally. But I think getting on the same page about your goals is going to make the rest of the planning process so much easier. Yeah. So let's face it. Communication's key in any successful relationship, right? So these conversations about the future, super important because they may lead to some surprising revelations. Now, you might find one spouse may dream about retiring as early as possible. Maybe the other partner may be happy with their work, like to continue to do it for years into the future. Or maybe one spouse may dream about you know this nice beachfront condo with a balcony and the other person's thinking about uh, an RV tour of all of America's national parks right the the quicker each spouse spells out their ideal retirement the sooner you can begin designing that retirement strategy that considers the kind of retirement you both want yeah and i think most couples are probably more happy to find that common ground and that's why having an open conversation before retirement makes a huge difference and getting that plan put together with the help of a financial advisor like yourself. Tony, I think you're super right there. And I think as a lot of the listeners might have guessed, the next step past what we're just talking about is is preparing for retirement as a couple, is, is saving money together. In broad terms, you know, each person's responsible for their retirement. If and both you and your spouse are working, you may both have retirement accounts through your employer completely different accounts if you're certainly if you were different employers right so every couple is going to be different but it can be helpful to approach retirement preparation just like how you would make financial decisions about things like buying a home or a car with your spouse it probably makes sense for you to make savings decisions together to our earlier point is your spouse contributing to their own 401k uh, if, if the answer to that question is no, uh, could you afford to add maybe a little more pre-tax income to your own 401k to better position you and your spouse to enjoy the kind of retirement you're both hoping for? Yeah, see, that's a great point. A good question to ask yourself. What else does saving together mean? Well, another factor that might apply to a good number of people, I think, is one spouse not working outside of the home. If that's your situation, a spousal IRA may be a good way to go because it allows you to set aside funds in a tax-deferred account for the benefit of the unemployed spouse. Wow. Well, that spousal IRA seems to be the kind of thing that could really be a valuable tool for a lot of people. What do you have next for us, Matt? Strategery. We're going to talk about strategery. Ah, strategery. Uh, I love it. Yeah. No, so when strategizing when each spouse will claim their Social Security benefit 
pretty important thing that couples should be doing. Married couples are in prime position to maximize lifetime social security income by carefully timing their individual and spousal claims. This planning element is dependent on on you, your age, the age you are when you can claim, and your spouse. And beginning your planning several years before turning 62, which is the earliest age you can begin collecting social security, can make a tremendous difference for your retirement finances. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And I think that's huge. This has been a good show so far, but let's take a minute, Matt, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you uh, to go over some of this. Okay, sure. Uh, Call us 800-339-9252 or visit us online, compass-ltd.com. That first visit, whether it's virtual, face-to-face, no matter how we do it, it's complimentary. There's no cost. There's no obligation to that. So for what it's worth, there you have it. All right. Well, this is the Financial Compass. Uh, Thank you, Matthew Brunner, our host, and I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And we've been discussing how couples can and should prepare for retirement together. Uh, Communication is the key and saving. Uh, What do you have next for us, Matt? Okay. So what I want to talk about next, uh, during this planning process, couples really need to consider their shared retirement income needs. Depending on what stage you're at in life, you may be able to accurately gauge how much money you'll need for retirement. Pretty much, just, you know, by estimating your annual, annual expenses, add up income from guaranteed sources, and then you can calculate the differences between those two. That way you can adjust your savings needs accordingly. And this is also one of those areas where that frank and open dialogue re- is really going to be key. It's it's entirely possible that while you're thinking, you can craft a workable budget with half your current income. Your spouse may be envisioning you know, a lifestyle that may require the same level of income you're earning right now. Uh, so making sure your goals and expectations are aligned is very important. If you find that this is, these are those discussions that are uncomfortable for you to have just the two of you, this is another great time to look find an advisor, someone that you can bounce these ideas off and be that middle person, help moderate the discussion. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, making sure that both people get all of their goals and expectations out in the open so they can be discussed and considered. Uh, that's going to be important. You're right. And I know the stakes are high. Uh, Preparing for a comfortable retirement isn't the kind of thing where either person wants to pull any punches. Uh, What do you have next for us? I think the next good step people should take is check your beneficiaries. I know we talk about this a lot, but it's super important. Do you remember when you first started socking the money away in your 401k? At that time, you had to include the name of one or more beneficiaries who would receive the money in the event of your death. Now, there's a lot of hustle and bustle of everyday life, and it can make it very easy to forget to change your beneficiaries as your circumstances change. You'll want to make certain that your beneficiary information is up to date as possible. And you also want to reevaluate that information after any major life events like a marriage, birth of a child, divorce or death in the family as well. Right. And that's that's something that has to be considered. And these things do change. I know beneficiary designations are so important. How, How do we go about changing our beneficiaries then? That's the thing. It's so simple. If you have an IRA, contact the brokerage firm. And if you have a 401k, reach out to your HR department. Oh, okay. That seems simple enough. So what's that easy? Yep. So yeah, next another. Even I could do it. Even a monkey. You could do it unassisted. (laughs) Wow. Now that would be huge. (laughs) It's amazing. It's that simple. Uh, But even if I could, I wouldn't do it without consulting you. 
that's yeah, smart man, Tony. So listen, another sub step. Uh, I, I, I keep going off the rails. I'm sorry. Like I said, seeing the kids getting back to their life has made me a little giddy. So my apologies. But uh, yeah, another solid step. Some people may want to consider not retiring at the same time. I get it. Retiring at the same time. It might sound like a lot of fun, uh, but look at it this way. You only get one party that way. You know, you might want to just do it for just for the two parties. But no, you know, yeah, you can take trips together. You can join a couple's golf league and any number of other activities. But for some people, that's also not what they want. So the reti- the reality is retirement presents a lot of lifestyle adjustments that can be difficult to go through together. I can't tell you how many times I've seen it. So I it, and also it's, we'll talk about the other side of this real quick, but staggering your retirement dates each spouse will have the space and time to gain a better sense of their daily routines, their goals, social life outside of the home. If one of you has a harder time adjusting to new schedules and you have the choice, that person might be the one to retire first. It, it also can give you a lot of options in terms of choosing when to start taking your Social Security benefit. But I got to say, you want to also be careful um, It's it, it can be a little tricky, too, because once one person becomes set in the routine, if they become very set in that routine, the next person retiring will throw a wrench into that. Yeah. So having these Good discussions point. along the way is super important. Uh, it, this, <laughs> Listen, we do this a lot, right? And I've seen this happen. So I can't tell you how often one spouse retires and then later, four, five, six, seven, however many years later, somebody else retires, the other partner retires, their life changes that person's retired life and it can become a little hard at first. So again, talk to your advisors, talk with the professionals you're working with, talk with each other. Communication is key for this process. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. And I'll be honest, Matt, I'd never really thought that much about the notion of a couple staggering retirement dates before. I just assume, oh yeah, people work it out. So they retire together. But you know what? Uh, Now with people living longer and especially women live longer than men, and a lot of couples aren't the same age, obviously. Uh, there can be a disparity there. So now that you've talked about it, it really does make a lot of sense. Yeah, and some people love their job. They have no need to retire right yeah. away, where some people, it's the thing they've had to do for a long time. So it's it the staggering concept, it can work really well, but again, communication's key there. And before I, before I wanna move on to the next topic, I, I do want to say this, though. It, it could be a little departure from what we've discussed so far today. It's a little bit of a Debbie Downer, some want wah but it, it, it's divorce. When it comes to devising a robust financial strategy, we want to prepare for as many scenarios as possible. So maybe, uh, hopefully, you're happily married, but divorce is still one of those potential realities that you can benefit from discussing. And it might be, it, well, probably won't be, but I think it's a worthwhile discussion. It might not be comfortable, but there are a number of retirement assets to factor in should your marriage come to a sudden end. And heck, listen, like I said, this part might be a little dark, but even having that discussion, you may head off, you know, a few, uh, some years of discontent if you find that discussion opens up different doors. I don't ever want to see people do that. I would rather them 
in that communication, find that common ground and, and kind of head off into the sunset together. Right. But, uh, there, you may want to secure individual retirement savings as a precaution. If there's any, uh, any uncertainty there, bear in mind, separation of marital assets can extend into retirement plans. Thanks to something called qualified domestic relations orders. That's a QDRO and that divvies up the money in a way that avoids withdrawal penalties on some of the plans you have. Two other things you should consider are that you may be entitled to spousal support in retirement and that divorced or widow spouses qualify for social security benefits based on a spouse's record. And as long as you were married for a certain amount of time, et cetera. So there are things, but it's something, again, you want to talk to a financial professional, a legal professional about should that be a topic that you need to address in this process. Well, yeah, for sure. So do you have anything else you want to talk about before we move on to the next point? Um, let me just reiterate what I said before. If any of this stuff seems to hit home and you need someone to talk to, especially now, a lot of people working from home, they have easier schedules to make this happen, virtual meetings or even face-to-face meetings if if that's what works for you. But uh, give us a call or get us online. You can call us 800-339-9252 or you can find us online at compass-ltd.com. Awesome. Always a great time here on the Financial Compass. Great advice. This is a good conversation for people to have. How to prepare for retirement as a couple. And we've been talking about some of the ways that you can ensure you're developing a plan for retirement that's going to work for each of you, uh, you and your spouse. So I think it's been a good one. I think it's been a one of our better ones, Tony. As a a couple of guys talking on the radio, I think it's a great... (laughs) Uh, So listen, uh, in the next segment, I want to dive a little deeper and look at some of the mistakes couples make. I don't want to end on a downer here, but um, knowing what some of the mistakes you can make, I think it's helpful to know where the pitfalls might be so that you can kind of navigate around them. There was another article from The Balance. It was five mistakes married couples make with their retirement planning. Uh, the first thing you should avoid, according to the article, is viewing money as my money and your money. Uh, one spouse may be inclined to conservatively invest the retirement money, and maybe the other spouse has a, a much more aggressive track. Now, the fact of the matter is a couple is usually better off taking a household view when it comes to planning for retirement. You know, we talk about the color of money risk analysis. When I see these people, I always make couples each take them individually and then try and take it together. And I know that might seem like a little overkill, but finding those different scores and then talking about as a couple, seeing what you can come up with really can lay some great framework for how this process can unfold. Yeah, I think it's really important. Are there situations then where each spouse might be better off carving out their own retirement path? I I wouldn't think so, but maybe. Well, I, I, you know, like anything else, there's always going to be situations where each, you know, that are going to be unique. You know, I I have, I have a, a friend who is so, so individual and his spouse loves him regardless of how he does things. Right. So those two know that their retirement is going to be together, but they're not always going to be doing the same things. Right. So having an understanding of, yes, we're going to do some, some stuff together, but some stuff will be separate. That's fine. Now there's also things like completely different paths. Like what about a second or third marriage, you know, where each spouse needs to look out for their own assets. Now, generally speaking though, preparing for retirement as a team, it really is a smart play. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you can't do things individually, but you know, some sports track, right? Everybody runs a different event, but they're still part of a team. 
and you're all going to the same meet. So if you look at, you know, that the sport like that and know that, yes, there are individual things you can do, but together as a team, you're still succeeding. I think it's the best way to look at it. Yep. Yeah. I think that's good advice. What do you have next for us? Okay. There's uh, another story. Strategy mistake people make, not adequately considering differences in life expectancy, their age and their health. So the you know, a discussion about life expectancy is that reason most people don't like thinking about life insurance, right? So, but it's an important step. Nobody likes to think about their own mortality, but if there's a significant age gap between spouses, it might be that much more important. There's some products that we we can use for people for guaranteed income that if the gap between the couple's too big, it's not even an option. So that's a really big issue, the age difference. Uh, and also it could mean that like one spouse has to begin required minimum distributions from retirement accounts several years before the other spouse. And then lastly, the health differences between spouses can have an effect on long-term care needs, health care plans, the type of activities and travel you do in retirement, the responsibility one spouse is going to have for the, another spouse for you know certain periods of time, all things to take into consideration. Yeah, and I'll admit a conversation about life expectancy doesn't sound very fun, but like you said, it's a critical part of preparing for retirement. Yeah, you nailed it, Tony. And, and the next, the next pitfall: couples uh, uh, should specific, specifically those who have a pension. Let's talk about this. Uh, a lot of people have to choose between a lump sum or a single life pension option. Now, I know pensions are becoming less common for, but for a lot of people currently retiring, it's still a pretty common thing. So it's it's fairly common for a retiree to cash in a pension plan and, and the belief that it's better to have money right now rather than having that money paid out during the lifetime. Now, the truth is that belief can be wrong. And you can do the math for yourself to determine the return you'd have to earn on investments to match the income you'd get from the single life option. And listen, be wary of anyone who tells you they can do better than your pension plan. But there's there's ways we can you know address these things as well. Well, what other pension insights might you have for us? Uh, yeah, so couples should keep in mind single life versus joint life options matter a lot. It, here's an example of a potentially large mistake. Let's say a corporate executive in their second marriage chooses a single life option for their pension plan. That means the benefit ends when they die, while at the same time making their spouse the beneficiary of their IRAs. Now, if that person passed away a year and a half into retirement, their pension immediately stops. Everyone involved may have been better off if that corporate executive had chosen a joint life option and left their pension to their spouse while earmarking the IRAs for their children from their first marriage. Wow. Well, that's a stark example that I think really drives home the point. Uh, And this has been a good chat to have so far. So let's keep it rolling. Yeah. Okay. So sounds like a great idea. Uh, another thing we should spend some time on danger of ignoring differences in financial knowledge and experience. Uh, it's very common for one spouse to be the primary decision maker because the other spouse is left com- less comfortable, uh, making big decisions, especially financial ones, or may not have the experience or needed skills to properly evaluate investment options or complex financial transactions. Accordingly, it's really important to determine how the less experienced less experienced spouse will will handle finances. If the more experienced spouse dies first, this can be a big problem. And will they be able to manage potentially large, large sums of money? Or if not, will they be comfortable choosing an appropriate person to do it on their behalf? Uh, we've had over watching my parents do this and then uh, my sister and I doing this now, we've seen a lot of couples come in and there's one person who's thinks they're the 
the decision maker and they come to make sure that we can take care of the other one should they pass. And then oddly enough, the other person may pass and it turns out they needed a lot more care than they thought. So even if you're that person, you can still benefit from this process. Remember well, sure. losing that loved one. It, it that's that process in and of itself may make your financial decisions the least important thing in your life. And having a professional helping you make those during that times can pay off in spades in the fact that you don't make big mistakes. Yeah. Whoever the surviving spouse is making sure that they find or have a trustworthy person to do it for them seems incredibly important. And I think it's important to have that lined up uh, before the loss of a spouse, obviously. Uh, that's yeah. something you can plan on ahead. And I know you help so many people with that. Uh, our listeners can give you a call and uh, sit down with you. There's no cost or obligation. See if you might be somebody that they feel, uh, you know, a bond with and can trust. And, uh, you know, you can be their financial advisor and be there for them in that event. Yeah. I it, Listen, it's you should be talking to someone right about this. Talk to each other. And then especially if the conversations are hard, find a planner you can work with. We're lucky in our office to have myself, my sister. So you have two different points of view, regardless uh, if, you know, you communicate with one of us better than the other. It's easy enough. Maybe you don't communicate with either one of us. I find that hard, you know, like, you know over time, most people can, but not everybody's a perfect fit, right? I, I'd like to think that I can work with nearly anybody, but I can't take every client either because we all have to be able to work through this together. So find someone, talk to someone and see if it's a great fit. It's, there's no cost, no obligation to come in through us. You know, I, I think it's a, this would probably be a great place to, you know, kind of wrap this one up. Sure. I, I would say, listen, feel free to contact us. There's no cost. There's no obligation on the initial consultation. Talk to somebody about this. Get the discussion going. Too many relationships are destroyed over finances. Having someone in your corner to help you through these things I, I, is so important. I've seen I've seen marriages that are on the rocks get back into that safe water because they put these things behind them and they've planned their way past those obstacles. So, uh, to me, this, you know, re, the financial part is great, but maintaining that, that, that relationship, uh, that's one of those great things I love that we are able to help people with is by taking the danger out of these conversations, uh, you know, the uncomfortable parts and, and putting these plans in place so that they can get through these things and take advantage of that complimentary consultation and see if it's a great fit. Um, again, we can do it virtually right now. You can give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Sounds great, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered 
covered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC, Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.